now playing. Why so serious? What is the Matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the bar? You like scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, good people, and welcome to a very special edition of Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. It's my most anticipated movie of the year, and boy oh boy, can I not wait to get into discussing this. I've got two great hosts with me. First of all, he's back by probably no demand at all. It's Spanky. How are you, Spanky? Good. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Great to have you back, Spanky. Great to have a fellow Marvel nerd in arms here. I needed you the other week when we were discussing who Modoc was. Yep, uh, something organism, blah blah blah, designed <laughs> only for uh, killing. So, yep. castration. You yeah, got it. Right. Yeah, 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 that's the one. All over it. Speaking of Modoc's biggest new fan, I've also got Mo- Achu. How are you, Machu? I'm pretty good. I'm actually pretty excited to be doing this um, podcast with Spanky. It's a shame <laughs> this I'm isn't up a visual for it podcast in more yeah. ways than one. Definitely. So, what we are doing is Avengers: Infinity War. Now, if you're not going to go see this movie, but you'd like to listen along anyway, we're going to have a plot of the movie. So, Machu, what's the plot for Avengers Infinity War? Marvel Studios' Avengers Infinity War brings to the screen the ultimate deadliest showdown of all time. The Avengers and their superhero allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before the blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. So basically, all the Avengers have a big scrap with Thanos. That's it. That <laughs> sums it up totally. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie and you're actually really looking forward to seeing it, spoiler alert, we're going to go full deep. You know, it's going to be past the end of the shaft, past the balls, probably up to our knees deep in this one. Again, oh, well, we've got to hit us with the cast. Come on, who's the cast of this movie, Spanky? Uh, <laughs> it's got Elizabeth Olsen, uh, who's your token redhead. You've got Scarlet Scarjo with the blonde hair, which is different from, uh, should be the red, uh, the redhead, the uh, black widow. I think you've been played off, Spanky. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got all the Marvel characters in it, eh? I mean, we all know fucking who's in it. You've got your usuals. They're all there. So, okay, so cast, plot. Put that aside, let's have a look at the ratings for this movie. Rotten Tomatoes, 84%. IMDb, 9.0. Shit, that's, uh, that's pretty high. That's, that's pretty high. Do you think it's... We're, we're, only, we're only gone one week, though, so far, yeah. haven't we? So that was after 200,000 votes. But... Spanky, <laughs> what do you rate this movie out of 10,000 stones? Eight infinity stones out of uh, 10. Uh, wow. 8,000 infinity stones out of 10,000. That feels uh, eight, eight, low. That feels low for, you know, for a very top top movie. Yeah, uh, just like your standard Spanky, that seems really low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I reckon it wasn't as good as um, Black Panther. I didn't walk out with my uh, my jaw dropped, so I can't possibly give it more than Black Panther. He's right? going to throw down the jaw drop. <laughs> <laughs> when you walked out of the toilet. So. Uh, once, once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> he dropped his jaw for Black Panther. Oh, did he ever. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Machu? What, what do you reckon? 9,000 stones. I get had it at exactly 9,000 stones as well. I am going to top all you guys. I'm going to go 9,297 stones out of 10,000. So is this the best movie ever, Sam? No, it's not the best movie ever. It's not as good as the Machu home video that I watched on the internet <laughs> yeah. the other night. It definitely gave me 10,000 stones. <laughs> 
Two nine thousands and one eight thousand because it didn't get spanky off. It didn't slack his jaw enough. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get that his jaw, jaw open. His and... jaw wasn't dropped far enough. <laughs> what a shame. Oh. He didn't. <laughs> Spanky's currently leaving the studio. He's had enough of the abuse. Definitely not by <laughs> demand, obviously. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, so where were we? Oh, yes. So what we do, guys, is we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. Well, we throw it out there to our listeners to see if they can provide us some questions. This week, we threw a last-minute tweet out, and we actually managed to get four questions that I thought, shit, all of these deserve to be in here. So the first one is quite topical, uh, given that it combines my current situation of now being a married man with the fact that the Avengers movie has come out. Which member of the Avengers would you most want at your wedding? And this comes courtesy of the IMDb Journey podcast. You guys should check them out. A couple of guys from Australia that are plotting their way through all the top 250 movies on IMDb. For me, it's Star-Lord. Star-Lord's the man. He he can obviously make friends with anyone. He's likely to cut some cool shapes on the dance floor and he's got some great tunes. I just think he'd fit right in. He's a bit of a hard case guy. I definitely wouldn't want him there. He seems to enjoy punching bald guys in the face a bit too much for my liking. <laughs> yep, he, he's invited. He's sitting on your table, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Spank? Why? Pretty obvious with the, the, the great taste that's in my mouth after his movie. It's uh, Black Panther. Um, and now I'll give you the reasons. I'll give you the reasons. He's got the dance moves, obviously, because he's black. Um, that's that's good racial stereotype there from me. Um, but also, he's a king. I'm hoping for like uh, like the, the good um, wedding present. But don't you have to all of a sudden like change your completely change your wedding security around one guy? Like, wouldn't that be pretty shit? Like, suddenly it's not your wedding; it's actually my wedding and the star event is uh, the Black Panther. It would be up to your wife, really, wouldn't it? But I'm pretty sure that she'd like Black Panther. I wouldn't want Black Panther fucking staring at my wife or what? <laughs> staring at the Black Panther. Is that the fucking Black Panther? Holy motherfucking shit. Yeah, well, is there any reason why you shouldn't marry Machi? Because the Black Panther's here. Exactly right there. <laughs> and I hear he's single. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I also, in a similar vein to Black Panther, I went with Shuri. Shuri is like this technological marvel that could make you something really cool and awesome. She could even make my suit for the wedding. How boss would that be? Uh, that's true. The suit the suit would be pretty cool. Okay, so question number two. Hit us with it, Machu. So this was the best version of Thor. Um, who was it the worst version of? And that came through from I Seen That Podcast. Yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, love your show as well. It's a good show. Check it out, dudes. You can go first if you like me. It was the worst version of The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier is supposed to be heaps tougher than that, and uh, the Winter Soldier on this one was a, a bit of a bitch. I don't think it was that bad. I went with Vision. Vision got punked like a motherfucker from the start. He didn't do shit. He's got an Infinity Stone in his goddamn head, and he can't even fight off a couple of attackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vision was terrible. He was useless. And I thought the obvious one, and I, I don't know if you agree, but it was the, the Hulk, because um, oh, he didn't come yeah, out. of course, yeah. Um, and, and we got to see a lot of Bruce Banner, and, and I always thought Mark Ruffalo was a great Bruce Banner, yeah. until I saw too much of Mark Ruffalo <laughs> and not enough Hulk. I started thinking, that was the worst version of the Hulk and, Br- and Bruce Banner. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Bring yeah. back Ed Norton. Uh, let's not go that fast. Have <laughs> <laughs> you had a stroke speaking? Anyway, question number three. What is it, Spanks? The classic uh, compliment sandwich. Uh, so one good thing, one bad thing, and another good thing to round it off. The good thing for me was they had no qualms in killing the main characters. 
The bad thing then was that the main characters they killed, you know they're not going to stay dead. They killed Spider-Man, they killed Black Panther, they killed Doctor Strange, which are all in talks to have their own sequels to their own movies. So that for me is like, we know they're not really dead. If they had the balls to go out and kill Cap and Iron Man in substitution of some of those characters, or even like killed Okoye instead of Black Panther, then I might have bought it a bit more. But then the final good thing was they gave us a really decent villain in Thanos. Ah, he's looking at me like yeah. there it is. There and it is. I had finally they develop a great villain in Thanos, <laughs> and I had Thanos best villain yet. Go, Josh Brolin. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. That, Welcome yeah. to the Thanos circle jerk. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was a great part about this movie. I agree with you, Sam. Just they gave him, um, they gave him a bit of background. They gave him character development, and he was fucking awesome. He yeah. was an yeah, yeah. absolute legend in it. One of the things I didn't like in this movie was how they just kind of made all the characters the same strength. There were some characters that were stronger than others in certain parts, but they seemed to make everyone the same strength, including Scarlett Johansson. So in one scene, (laughs) we see Vision, who's a superhuman entity... He can't beat a villain. And the next thing you see, Scarlett Johansson giving them a karate kick and they're falling to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight "Ah." demoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think that works. And the other thing I liked about this movie was that they mixed action, comedy, and and with really dark overtones. So they had a couple of strong genres throughout this film, which um, mixed together quite well. And I thought they did that. My compliments were pretty much the same as as Sam's. And we haven't discussed this at all. So it was that they killed people. And they killed people from the start. Boom. Love that. So then my bad thing's probably different from all of you guys. And it's the reason why I gave it 8,000 instead of um, 9,000. I thought sensory overload. There was almost too much in the movie. Mm. It could almost have been two movies in my mind. It's like when you take too many drugs and it's overload. Is that what you're saying? Sort of like that. <laughs> sort, of, sort of like that. This podcast doesn't materials. Yeah, sort of like when you take too many Panadols, exactly like that. Um, and, um, when I'm all huffed up on my ventilator and aspirin inhaler and, <laughs> and then I drop an ibuprofen, fuck, I go to crazy town. And then um, best villain yet in MCU, so same, same as these guys. Like, Marvel's had a real trouble giving cool shit to their bad guys and giving their bad guys development and all that sort of stuff. They throw the cool, fun shit at the good guy and they never really give the bad guy that much room to develop. But we got that in this movie. Just like we got it in Eric Killmonger and Black Panther. So I think Marvel's riding their ship a bit here. I think we're going to see some decent villains in the future. Maybe even MODOK. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> the f- giant floating head. So anyway, it takes us up to question number four. What character from this film clearly just needs to get laid? It's got to be Vision. <laughs> Can he even get laid? <laughs> Poor cunt's got Tony Stark in his head, so he definitely wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, Machu. Vision laid around the entire movie, bro. <laughs> he did, actually. <laughs> he was well, getting laid, laid everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> laid in Wakanda, laid in Scotland. <laughs> I'm going based on need. The only character that you can almost guarantee isn't getting laid. Spider-Man. He's got like a, he had a pretty hot girlfriend for a while there. It was like the hottest girl in the in the class. Mm. He's in He's... high school, bro. That dude ain't getting none. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a few characters that do clearly need to get laid. But I'm going to go with General Ross. You know, the guy that shows up in hologram form at the Avengers base and starts having a conversation with Rhodey and all that sort of shit. He just looks so uptight. The world's getting invaded and you're having a tantrum about how Captain America and shit should be arrested. If, if TV's taught me anything about American officials, 
He's definitely got someone on the side. <laughs> He's got a wife and someone on the side. Yeah, Donald yeah. Trump with Stormy, Bill Clinton with, um, you know, Monica, uh, Lewinsky. Monica, Monica Lewinsky, George Bush with um, Beyonce, you know. He <laughs> <laughs> her first on the gossip hour, George Bush and Beyonce. Yeah, he would have some a bit on the side, or you think he's just been a pent up in the penthouse for too long to Pentagon. Okay, so question number five. What is it, Machu? Uh, so how long would you survive in this movie's world? As soon as the big donut thing comes in the sky and, and everyone, <laughs> the, cars start, the, pe- pe- the cars start crashing all over left, right and centre, I reckon like I easily get smoked off the sidewalk by a car. <laughs> I reckon that's just my luck. I reckon yeah, I'm, walking, cool, so. yeah, I'm walking out of the bakery with my pie and just boom, smoke, and I drop my pie. Is it a pie or is it a tuna mount that you're getting for Wong? Could be. Yeah, I don't reckon I'd stand much of a chance in this movie. I probably would have been one of those dudes on Gamora's planet that got shifted onto the wrong side. I'd be that guy, eh? I'd be like, all my mates are going over there, so I'm going to show them and go this way. Oh, I'm dead. 50-50, bro, 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we need guns up. No, I'm dead. Because what are they trying to do there? They're trying to um, free up resources for the majority of the crowd, eh? and they're looking at people and they're thinking... Machu and Sam, you've taken too many resources. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of Sam's stomach. He Look at those greedy motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking about as long as it takes Thanos to click his fingers, because he he would know in his mind of minds that. Oh, bro, one, no, yeah, they're totally yeah. random. It's totally random. <laughs> so totally random. That side, bro. That side. <laughs> totally, totally random. Bro. Just make sure you kill them. <laughs> but that <laughs> fat bald headed shit that eats twenty buckets of KFC a day. Yeah, he's fucking first to go. <laughs> Okay, question number six. What deep philosophical debate arose on you during this film? Why am I so keen and excited about seeing all these characters die? I was so looking forward to all of them dying, but then I was like, these are characters that I've come to love and, you know, enjoy their movies and everything. Why am I so excited about them dying? Because you secretly hate it and you just want to see it end. <laughs> like we talked about in the MCU podcast, tear it all down. Tear Maybe, it down. Machu, you've fucking got into my fucking yes, psychology yes. here. <laughs> Break it and remake it. And um, when I was in the movie, I kept thinking how much popcorn Carol had left because <laughs> this movie was just going on forever and I was running out of snacks quick, fast. And just before I mentioned I'm a greedy asshole, so that was the, the debate that was going on in my mind. Anyway, the deep philosophical debate that arose on me was, is Thanos right? When the world runs out of resources and shit like that, what are we going to do? Does that mean that that my sympathy towards his plight means that I'm some sort of fucking... Yes, you're a sociopath. Sociopath. I was like, fuck, man. I've been telling you this for fucking 30 years, and now you've finally come to the realisation. Anyway. No, I think if you think you're a sociopath, you're not a sociopath. So I think you might be right, Spanky. Well, I definitely am not a sociopath. <laughs> so what, what are you thinking? Psychopath. What are you thinking, Spanky? Is do we need to cull half the population? Shall one of us just disappear from this podcast <laughs> right now? Stop staring at me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to go, good people. <laughs> clickety, clickety, click. <laughs> of course he's not fucking right. That would be Spanky. He'd give it the double Fuck, click. We're all gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be Spanky just like... So if I click my fingers, I wipe out half the world. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm down to a quarter. Oh, down to down to twelve point five percent. Oh, I'm down to oh shit. <laughs> okay, question number seven. If you were a job recruiter, what job would this movie be perfect for? 
this movie would be perfect for some kind of low-level admin that would have <laughs> some incredible amount of management oversight, so yep. like micromanaged. And, and the reason for this is because I think given any level of responsibility, this movie's likely to fuck up the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go on. I think that it could be a telemarketer because <laughs> it comes at you with a ton of detail in two and a half hours. At the end of it, you're $20 poorer, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that sounds exactly like Spanky's sex life. It comes at you with a ton of detail, and then you're $20 yeah. poorer. Two and a half hours, though. <laughs> yeah, True. Yeah. Maybe minutes. Yeah, yeah. Spanky's loving the two and a half hours. <laughs> I'm going to go with a sushi chef, because I feel like this movie cut up a ton of different pieces and morsels and fed it to everyone so that they could get like a bit of a taste. But then, just like a real cheap sushi shop, at the end you're sort of walking away going, oh, fuck, I don't feel too good. Okay, question number eight. What is it, Maju? Okay, so what character uh, would you not want dating your mother? Can we say all of them? Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It'd be all right to have Black Widow dating my mother. That'd be pretty sweet. What about Captain America? Wouldn't that give you some sort of Oedipus complex or something, Spanky? About your new stepmother? Sure. <laughs> Oedipus great. complex. Sure. I I reckon Iron Man, man. That dude just fucking like constantly has shit showing up and trying to destroy him. And he's a, he like sure he's a billionaire and all that sort of stuff, but he's kind of got a bit of weird narcissistic emotional sort of problems about him and I don't think mum could handle that. Oh, she's a she's a sweet old lady who needs a sweet old dude. I had Rocket. I was thinking, oh yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck, mum? <laughs> a raccoon. Come on. You're better than a raccoon, surely. And a, and a big arsehole at that. What if she becomes a tree hugger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was who I originally went with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is it worse her being a hippie or an animal lover? Well, according to the law. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> cool. So question number nine. Which Infinity Stone would you least like to open on Christmas morning? I, I reckon the shit stone, as I like to call it, is the soul stone. To get the soul stone, first you have to kick the, the person that you love the most off the cliff. <laughs> Fuck, there goes my answer. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I'll probably kick myself off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I get to wake up with the soul stone, which does a whole heap of nothing. See, I had that as an answer as well, <laughs> Machu, but what you're failing to realise is, like, you've been given it as a gift. So imagine waking up on Christmas Day and opening up your presents. You're like, oh, Dad, I got the Soul Stone. Hey, where's Mum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd you get this? What does it do? Ah, oh, uh, not much. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the heart ring in Captain Planet, like Martik used to wield yeah. it. Everyone, oh, here comes someone, I'm going to attack him with fire, wind or water. I'll attack him with heart. Uh, Feel sorry for me. Come and get a hug. (laughs) (laughs) You will donate more to charity this year than you normally do. Well, you'll be sitting there with your soul stone sitting next to Martik going, this is the fucking worst Christmas ever, right, bro? So my answer is the Mind Stone, and because I strongly suspect it will be still attached to the douchebag that is Vision. I get the feeling like... Unwrapping vision on Christmas Day is like getting a Furby as a teenager. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? The other one that I had in mind was the reality stone because it basically makes whatever you're thinking of a reality. And fuck, if you guys took a walk around my thoughts for a day, 
<laughs> sometimes, sometimes I walk into your house on a Sunday morning and think, is everyone hitting the razor blades? <laughs> Sam's. <laughs> that is true. So anyway, that moves us on to our final fan question. And this becomes courtesy of, and I'm going to screw up the pronunciation of your name because I've lost my fucking phone on the weekend. Tara Maholik. Here is her fan question. And it's quite funny and it's quite ironic because in this movie we get given two flavors of ice cream that are based on the Avengers, We, which would have been perfect for a what flavor ice cream question is this. But instead, Tara has gone a little bit more class A than we normally are. And has asked us, what flavour wine is this movie? Fuck. I mean, um... It's fuck a flavour of wine. <laughs> the glass of fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck's the brand, obviously. Uh, the fl- and the flavour is Pinot Noir. It's fucking hard to get right. Uh, and it's uh, hellishly expensive. Mm-hmm. Because I'm such a wine connoisseur, by the way. I had passion pop. (laughs) And that's because I think everybody's had it. Kids, it's good for kids. It's good for adults. It's good for anyone that wants to try it. It's good value for money. When you scale it, it gives you a good buzz for two two hours or more, just like this movie. And it also leaves um, you with a bad taste in your mouth. Wine that's good for kids. (laughs) Sure. Got to get me some of this passion wine. Similar to you, much. I actually went with a wine that leaves a sour taste in your mouth and a sort of sense of dread after you've drunk it, and that's port. What I like about port, and I do enjoy port, is it's quite a sort of almost meaty, fortified wine. Well, it is a fortified wine. That's what fucking port is, dumbass. But at the same time, man, I've been fucked up on port before, and Jesus, it leaves a fucking sour taste in that mouth. So anyway, guys, that moves us on to our set of personal questions. And first up, Spanky, hit us with your set of three questions. Just like a, a pizza without enough of your favourite topping, uh, who were you most disappointed in not seeing much of in this movie? Well, I'm disappointed we didn't see him at all. It's Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I said that was straight. Can face. we click our fingers and get rid of <laughs> get rid of some? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it's my other favourite, Samuel L. Jackson. We, we get a post credit scene of him in which he's around for all of 10, 20 seconds or so or whatever. And I'm just disappointed we haven't got to see Samuel L. Jackson fighting side by side of the Avengers in some boss-ass action shot. Yeah. I was just disappointed we didn't get to see more of the Hulk. I wanted to see a big battle between him and Thanos, and I thought it was going to happen right at the end. Mm. And sure enough, it didn't happen. And that pissed me off. Like, I was absolutely convinced that the Hulk Buster was going to turn into the Hulk Burster, and Hulk was going to burst out of there. I was convinced. Absolutely convinced. Yeah. So moving right along anyway. So we're gonna we're gonna give give it up for the ladies. Who is the strongest lady in the MCU? And I was told I wasn't allowed to put Captain Marvel for this you, because we have not, not seen her yet. Yeah. Mantis. I thought Mantis Really? Yeah, she almost took down Thanos. Before that, she was controlling Ego, then that it was a, a planet and mm. holy shit. In fact, what Avenger can control a planet? She yeah she is super strong. It's true. Her it's power of just to calm people down. Hold out. on, hold on. She's you like just give the- us the soul stone sucks, the heart guy sucks, and then you <laughs> and then you give us the strongest woman in the MCU <laughs> is, is the heart character. Feel- you know, like, oh, <laughs> bro, bro, you feel- consistency <laughs> here. Come yeah. on. Occasionally, Martik did win the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel like they had to write those ones specifically, though. Eh? <laughs> In terms of sheer power, it's a toss-up between Scarlet Witch and Hela. Technically, alive or dead, she's still in the MCU. But in terms of the strongest world character, I'm going with Okoye, head of the Dora Milaje. Flipping the scripts on the question, going strong world. She's awesome. 
Or what about in Black Panther when she was about to smash her husband just because uh, yes. you know she because of her will because of her beliefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or when, cool, yeah. or when Scarlet Witch comes out and and blows the things up and she's like, "Why's she been up there all the time?" Exactly. <laughs> that woman is amazing. Totally agree with um with you guys. There's some awesome woman in, in the MCU. Final question, and it's probably fitting that uh, we finish my questions on this one. What do you think is the biggest question facing the MCU at the end of Infinity War? Uh, my biggest question is, what's Hawkeye up to? <laughs> <laughs> is he just chilling on his farm with his family and kids? Oh, fuck, I couldn't care. Oh, I'm an Ant-Man at the bar, <laughs> having shots. <laughs> no, I think um, for me, the biggest question that we still haven't got resolved is what the hell was up with Hulk? Is he having a tantrum that Thanos beat the crap out of him and he got the shit handed to him by Searcher and Fenris Wolf a little bit in, the, in Ragnarok and he got a bit beaten up by four in Ragnarok? Is, is that, has Hulk had a couple of losses and is just like, ah, oh, fuck, I give up on this shit. Fucking good chance. I love the Infinity War and I was just thinking, how can they top this? I just think the next movie, you're going to have half the characters, it's going to be half as good. So how can they, mm. t- how, can, how are they going to make it better? than this one are they going to bring in a whole bunch of new characters start mm. seeing the x-men deadpool are we going to start well they seeing... have brought the rights to those characters yeah yeah so how are they going to top this like that's now one of the biggest questions is what potential villain could they bring in to top thanos but are they going to have to dumb it back down again and you know oh, you got to build it back up man you know peaks and troughs yeah. peaks and troughs i'd say that the next few you're going to struggle to, to hit the same peaks you know yeah yeah is dormammu um, stronger than thanos uh no, not when Thanos no. has the Infinity Gauntlet. That's like all powerful, basically. Like you can c- control everything with the Infinity Gauntlet. And the Infinity War comics, like he gets the Gauntlet and all the heroes show up from Earth, and he wipes the floor of them. And then Galactus and the, all the like massive celestial beings, Eternity, like the real, real big ones, show up, and they're like, "Shit, we've got to stop this guy, otherwise he's going to destroy the universe." Thanos gets <laughs> smoked by sport- Squirrel Girl, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Squirrel Girl that one gets him the in most, the end, or no, no, he doesn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Then and Squirrel Girl's tough, man. She, has, <laughs> she I literally cannot believe I have to say this shit on a thing. But there's a mutant named Squirrel Girl. She's like a squirrel. That's her powers. She's got a fucking tail, <laughs> and she's got a squirrel named Poppy or some shit or fucking something, and. They put her up against Doctor Doom in one of the most fucking lopsided fights in history, and she beat Doctor Doom. And then just to, if that wasn't shitty enough, they fucking did the same thing with Thanos. <laughs> it is like, come on, guys. <laughs> I just feel, I just feel like some comic book writer got fired from Marvel. And he was just like, fuck you guys. This is my farewell to you, and then just wrote this comic. <laughs> anyway, that takes us on to my set of three questions. Imagine this film has entered a beauty pageant and it comes time for the talent round. What would this film's special talent be? Chainsaw juggling, obviously. You know, it's got so... Oh, obviously. <laughs> it's got, it's got, Just like all the beauty pageants there's do. So, there's, there's so much uh, shit in the air and um, uh, in the end, a few digits are lost. I, I had that... that um, have you seen in those oh, talent God, shows we where... We're not talking about Thailand again, bro. <laughs> Similar to Thailand. Actually, balance, you know how they spin the plates on those metal rods? Yeah. I thought there was a whole lot of stuff happening in a whole lot of places, and it just seemed to turn in exactly the same speed and pace. Makes sense. Is this the best alien invasion movie ever? And if no, 
what is and much i had some feedback from the mcu podcast independence day wasn't a documentary <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to break this to you it Wait, didn't actually happen because well, i would have had I, I did have independence day but i didn't think documentaries were allowed for this one <laughs> so maybe i should bring it back another favorite and this is probably my second favorite one and is attack the block and my m- favorite one, one is bad taste bad taste oh, which yeah. is uh, filmed by peter jackson in his early days in new zealand and that was filmed on a budget of about um a hundred dollars and 10 magi packets of soup or something like <laughs> yeah, that yeah. and they managed to do it and some mushrooms they found out <laughs> in the bush <laughs> and that was a great movie it's fucking amazing awesome cult new zealand film if you haven't seen that one from peter jackson definitely check it out dear listeners what about you spanky the best alien invasion movie. Now, it's tenuous because it's probably a pretty shit invasion, but it is an aliens-on-Earth movie, Predator. There we go. Predator. Yeah. Gonna have some fun tonight. You know, it's, 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 it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. If it was filmed in New Zealand. That's a, it'd be at least 8.5, <laughs> I reckon, or 8,500. 8, easy. Way better than Infinity War. That yeah. probably is. That probably is one of my most favourite alien invasion movies. I watched it again recently. It's Fuck, it's awesome. Spanky, you're forgetting our 14-year-old cells repeatedly beating it to species. That holds a very special place in my hand. Anyway, moves me on to my final question. I'm probably going to answer this as as well myself, but were there any characters you were convinced were going to die or not die that did? So basically vice versa. It seemed obvious that the people that had already done their three-movie stint Mm. were the ones up for dying. I maybe thought that Robert Downey Jr. wasn't going to come back for anymore. So I thought that yep. he could have yeah, yeah. he, he could easily have died. Cap just seemed like uh his characters sort of got martyrdom in the blood. Mm. Um so I sort of figured that Cap would martyr himself and he would end up dead as well. So yep. Iron Man and, and Captain America are probably the two biggest characters that I, I thought were gonna die. Mm. Yeah, I got the feeling during the movie that no one was gonna die, but the person I thought was gonna <laughs> die the, the most was probably Thor, Chris Hemsworth. I just everything was happening to him, eh? His planets died, his brother died, and I was and I was like, Oh, here we go, he's just gotta die. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was super surprised that Chris Pratt died. He was so good in the movie, not so much for his um, action parts, but his his comedic timing was perfect. Yeah, exactly. I must admit, I was convinced that, like I said before, those three main characters, like Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man, that we know are going to have upcoming films, I was absolutely convinced that they weren't going to die, and I was very surprised when they did. Um, characters that I thought were going to die, I suspected Iron Man was going to die in this one, and Cap was going to die in the next one, or vice versa. That's what I was thinking. Didn't expect Scarlet Witch or um, or Groot. I sort of thought that Scarlet Witch actually might be integral in in defeating yes. Thanos. Yeah. So it actually really did surprise me yeah. that she died. And then I thought War Machine was going to die. I thought he was going to be one of the first to go. Yeah. When I saw him, he just looked so old and decrepit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this old man still fighting with the Avengers? He is the worst Avenger. He is, isn't he? <laughs> you hear that, Hawkeye? Oh, He's been promoted, bro. <laughs> go to the gym, maybe. Um, what's his name? Don Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. How old is that guy? Is he 60? <laughs> He's older than Stan 40, Lee. That's how old he like is. Like 140. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's me done. Machu, your set of three questions. Right, eh? So we're talking about clicking our fingers a lot today. So, who's a bunch of people you wish would disappear if you clicked your fingers, and why? There's too many out there to be to be honest with you. So, so we're going with the Jesus. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going with the Silver Ferns Nebel team of the Commonwealth Games uh, for the reason that that's fucking embarrassing to get beaten by like Burundi Malawi. or something. 
t- sticking on the sports teams thing, uh, the the Auckland Blues rugby team, they can go too. Uh, that's just because uh, if you can't even beat an Australian rugby team, you don't deserve to be a New Zealand one. Um, and, and Hold on to your butts. It's just people who get up or generally fuck around and talk during the movies. Oh, now, Sam- Peggy, you've just stolen my one. Now, now, oh, Sam- you can't. Now, Sam will know because Sam had to sit next to some douchebag who wanted to, like, be laughy and chatty with his girlfriend and get up and go to the bathroom and go out of the aisle. And there was at least four different people in our viewing of Infinity War that, uh, in our second viewing of Infinity War, uh, <laughs> that, that did that. So... Fuck you, people who generally <laughs> piss me off during the movies. I loved how you had the choice of like rapists and neo Nazis and all that sort of stuff, but you went straight for the New Zealand sports teams. <laughs> no patriotism. Yeah. Which would have been my answers. Uh, yeah, basically, murderers, uh, traffickers. You guys missed out um, every Australian cricket captain. Or every Australian sports person. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're just kidding. We love you, Australia. Right, the, the Hulk got a bit of a beat down at the start of the movie and then he just failed to show up in all the other battle scenes. What other Avenger turned out to be hopeless during the battle scenes? I'm having this vision <laughs> <laughs> of this useless... Yeah, he was shit. He's got all this power. Oh, he's one person that wants to fight him. Oh, actually, now he's getting a hiding. Next thing you know, Black Widow turns up. So Black Widow's obviously stronger than vision yeah. that's how hopeless he is well I told you it was the the marvel movie version of a furby yeah you know what i mean <laughs> eh? blinky eyes funny thing in his head i'm telling you <laughs> yeah just a bit of weird hey i'm gonna throw a bit of more of a controversial one in here i'm also gonna go with black panther why give captain america a fucking shield why not give him one of your suits dude what are you up to he can wield it as well same thing with bloody Bruce Banner. Like, who the hell put him in the Hulkbuster? Why not put, like, br- you know, Black Widow or someone who actually knows how to fight in that thing? Put Rhodey in that thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've discovered a new deep philosophical They're debate. They're all hopeless. It's coming out of me. So along the same veins as that, Rocket Raccoon and Shuri, where were you at? Mm. Biggest, baddest guys coming at you. You even have got, like, a little bit of a heads up. You know he's coming. Yeah. You know that his boys are coming. And you come at them with the same old shit weapons. I mean, fuck, if Rocket Raccoon didn't drive Thor to the planet, then Rocket Raccoon did fuck all the whole movie. He Um, is the captain, though. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. A couple of jokes. I'm agreeing. A couple couple of jokes aside. You guys guys forgot about Falcon. As you said it before, Spanky, the um, the Hawkeye with wings. (laughs) (laughs) It was before the podcast. We were trying to decide if he was any good or not. Yeah. All right, so my last question is, Thanos threw Gamora off a cliff to get the Soul Stone. What do you desire that would make you throw someone you love off a cliff? See, here in New Zealand, we have KFC, obviously, just like the rest of the world, but only once in a blue moon do they sell hot and spicy chicken. So uh, if I got offered a bucket of hot and spicy chicken... Banky would soon be flying. <laughs> Who would go down and pick it up for you, though? You won't even get, you love it so much, but you won't even get off the couch to get it. I thought for a, <laughs> I thought for a board man, you might go for some new hair. Like, <laughs> I've accepted it. You I've desire to, it. Come on. I've come to grips with my boredness. I've now probably been bald for more years than I've had hair. I've got to the point now where I hear people complaining about the price of shampoo and haircuts and shit, and I just laugh. Ha 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 
All right, so uh, to be somewhat topical, I'll, I'll jam, I'll jam in there, and I'll say uh, the end of uh, war, hunger, and poverty. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I, you know what I mean. I'm reading your page, and it says a bigger penis. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you it's read underlined. what you wrote down on your page? <laughs> you've even drawn one beside it. <laughs> oh well, just so yeah. that you know what size you've I'm got. A, you've got a picture of a big penis and your foot kicking Sam off a cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Knew it. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening. That takes us down to the end of our podcast. But before we depart, we've got question number 20. So have a bit of a freestyle here, guys. Let's just fill up the airwaves with nerd bullshit. What is going to happen next? Obviously, they're going to track down Thanos and there's going to be a big war and they'll get the Infinity Stones and bring everyone back. So you reckon it'll be a war for Infinity Stones? Like an Infinity War. Yes, probably. <laughs> there must be another war. I don't think anyone's going to sneak up on him and, and take them off like they tr- tried to mm. on his own home planet. What about you, Spanky? You got any predictions? Oh, well, it's got to have something to do with Tony Stark. He got left alive for, for a reason, predetermined even and preordained that, that uh, Tony Stark has uh, some great role to play. It was the only way, apparently, according to Benedict Cumberbitch. Um, so, yeah, that, and, um, they're going to slash the budget for the next one by only having <laughs> half the people in there. I think it's pretty obvious that we're going to get Captain Marvel because we're going to have her solo film before Infinity War Part 2 or whatever the hell the next movie is going to be called. But I think she's going to be leading it. I think we're going to see whatever heroes are left are going to fight Thanos to get control of the glove. I think everybody that died before the snap is dead. So no more Gamora, no more Loki, Heimdall, or Vision. But I think everyone that died after the snap is going to be somehow reversed back into time. That's what I'm thinking. How, how hard is it to take off that gauntlet? Because it seemed like it was about to come off. Like, they almost had it mm. off. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be that powerful. Eh? You just need to give him a bit of a massage and he goes to sleep. And- yeah. Well, if, if Hela can break the break Mjolnir, then um, surely... Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. Uh, um, then how can she... Then someone, well, you know, someone with a godlike power could, could break the gauntlet. I feel like Stormbreaker's going to play a role in it. it. Is it that what is, Why didn't he cut off his fucking arm? You know when Thanos is like, you should have aimed for the head. Yeah, that's a good point. Why don't you aim for the arm? Cut off his fucking arm. How's he going to wield the gauntlet if he's got no arm? You know something I can almost guarantee? There'll be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction. I almost, Prediction right now. I've got another one on top of that. I reckon there's at least five other movie review podcasts out there that have done Infinity War in the last week. There's probably four oh. better ones. <laughs> <laughs> that have been broadcast from this house. <laughs> oh, so there we go. Thank you, everyone. That was our predictions for Avengers Infinity War 5. Uh, yeah, that was our predictions for the next Infinity War movie. We obviously only have Ant-Man and the Wasp, and which is going to have to exist in its own little universe, isn't it? Is that coming out, is it? Is there a new Ant-Man movie coming out? Yeah, yeah, and there's a trailer already. Yeah, the new trailer came out for it today. So I feel like that movie is going to have to either happen before the events of Infinity War, and it might lead into that. Otherwise, they're not the catch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Shit, the whole... Fuck that, I'm not getting out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hawkeye, what are you up to? Let's hang out. Yeah, yeah, want to go for a beer, bro? (laughs) Uh, Anyway... I'd like to give a shout out to to all the other podcasts that submitted on our MCU question last week. Those were some really good suggestions. It was pretty much Tara who came up with the suggestion that we're going to see all the characters get mowed down like all the Jedi did in Avenger of the Sith or whatever. 
she was spot on with that prediction. We did see a ton of characters get mowed down. But yeah, yeah, there was a ton of other predictions and some of the other more funnier ones like Ant-Man getting inside the gauntlet and tickling it off Thanos' hand didn't happen. We didn't get a homosexual scene between Iron Man and Four. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, no trivia around this week because I haven't had time to prepare one, but I'd like to thank my hosts for coming in and supporting me on this. Thank you, Spanky, for returning and doing another Marvel movie. No worries, man. We'll come forever. <laughs> Jaw drop forever. Yeah. <laughs> Jaw drop forever. <laughs> and thank you, Machu. Thank you for coming along and uh, talking more about the MCU. Seems to be all we talk about lately. Yeah. You can find us on all the usual platforms. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. You can send us an email at MRITQS at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Movie Reviews In 20 Qs. Find us there. Suggest some movies. I will do a couple of quick promos. Uh, I have a promo ad that I'll now play for you guys. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. We are the Epic Film Guys, and we'd like just a moment of your time to talk about an extremely important event coming up this May. Last year, we hosted the live stream for The Cure, a 12-hour live stream fundraiser where we raised $2,500 for the Cancer Research Institute. 86 cents out of every dollar raised goes to research toward finding a cure. And this year, we're aiming to smash that goal, and we need your help to do it. Join us from May 18th through the 20th for 30 hours of amazing live stream content from us and a whole host of amazing podcasters who will be joining us to try to reach $5,000. For more information, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference. Yep, you guys should definitely get behind that and check it out. It's a very worthy cause. Very proud of those guys over at Epic Film Guys. Also going to do a shout out for the Let's Rewatch podcast that will be out either a couple of days before or after this podcast in which I guested on and reviewed the movie Con Air with uh, a couple of guys and girls over in America. Also, some big news. We are going to have some guest stars from other podcasts on this uh, show. Currently have in talks Paul from the Countdown podcast, Billy from We Watch The Thing, and the amazingly tasteless Emily Higgins from Tasteless Podcast. Anyway, guys, that's things from me. Cheer, cheer. Night. <laughs> double penis, double vagina. Oh, God, I don't know. Maybe want to think you about go for guys with angled dicks, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can sort of get on the angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's enough uh, four-dick conversation, I think, for, <laughs> for the time being. We should probably record a podcast, shouldn't we? If you guys would like to prove to me that you're of the male variety, you can send emails to machu.hotra. At- <laughs> Wait, have we? how do we get to question number 13 when it went 10, 12, 13? <laughs> Sp- Spanky refuses to acknowledge the, ex- existence <laughs> the existence of, of Levin. <laughs> the soggy Weetbix trophy case. <laughs> and Machu comes in strong at the end.